0: You're listening to Not The Sermon with Eric and Jamie. Really? Now now we're recording. Why? All right, so... Because we don't have a headphone splitter, and we don't have enough cables, and we
1: don't have a camera. Well, right. once we become... Sp- who did we want to get sponsored by? Who did I say? Say three oh. things you're thankful for, Phoenix, right now. One. Two. <laughs> three. Brought to you by... Sweet, sweet death. (laughs) Brought to you by VidAngel. (laughs) You know what I call VidAngel around the house? What? Vidangle. Vidangle. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like,
2: let's let's watch some Vidangle. Some Vidangle. That's like when you use... (laughs) When you use words, or we're, we're audio though, right? We're, uh, yeah, like, audio is on. When you eat like pahoni, Yeah,
1: Pahony. Instead I of like phone. Peopal. Yeah, Peopal. Yeah. Yes, yes. I do that drink all the time and it's so like, what is wrong yes, with you? I mispronounce words on purpose yeah. constantly. And now my children do it. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so funny. Man, dude. So I, I've got some some just like opening opening thoughts. I don't okay. even know where I
1: want to start. Just start. Um. You want to start with your opening thoughts, or do you want to start with my game? Uh, let's do let's do your game first. You want to do a game? Yeah. Okay, all, right. Let's do your all game. right. All right.
2: I'm just I'm just helping you out. You looked a little, you know. Well, no, I had, there's so many places I can go. I've been. I first off, I've been doing a mega church pastor impression all morning. Ooh, yeah. Oh yeah. Are you ready for it? Oh, yeah. Bring okay. It, here we go. Bring it. Do it. Hey, my name is Pastor Brian, and this is my wife, Pastor Kelly, and we are with City People Church, and we are excited to announce the launch of our new uh, facility, and we are going to open things up with the Fam Jam. I am excited <laughs> for the Fam Jam. Uh, there are going to be thousands of families from around the area, all seeking after one thing. What's that one thing, Pastor? Pastor? the front row. <laughs> the front row. The front row. We're going to be fighting for the front row of the church, because you know, brother, the front row, that's where the cameraman is. Mm-hmm. And I love to get a good shot of me, tear glistening
1: down my cheek, arms raised, praying to Papa Abba. <laughs> Papa Abba. Hey, for re- so question, for real, so yeah. this is not the game. Okay, Is it okay for a church to stack people in the front where the camera is—is is that just being a good steward of resources so that the the picture looks better? <laughs> You've already thought no. about this as or, a pastor, or is the, no? I, I, or it's is just it
2: being a good steward of resources, or brother? Is,
1: <laughs> or is it being fake?
2: So first off, let me preface this because I've been I've been roasting mega churches in my head all morning since i i was just i've been it's so it's so easy so i'm going to preface that with i have nothing against mega churches i don't attribute anything to god's blessing i do get the aesthetic is cool so with all that being said i'm not against mega churches um to answer your question absolutely dog like that is the most like schleazy thing yeah, right. to do know, like like let's let's put all of our like multi ethnic people <laughs> yes. up front right next to the camera cameras let's Let's load up the front three rows so everything looks full, and so we look great for. Cam- what is the purpose
1: of that? Yeah, I'm not gonna lie though. There, there is so so Sunday, someone who attends our church who is a known yes and amener. Like he's like, "Amen, good word." He'll say that kind of he stuff. He stole my seat. <laughs> he sat on the front row. He stole my seat. And I'm not gonna lie, I was happy because I love the feedback. Yeah, like it makes me like if I'm in the middle of preaching and you hear someone responding positively. <laughs> yeah, I mean it makes you want to preach better. Well, that's a
2: part. That's a part of the communicator. I have no problem because I think it's important in but, a church to be I a good communicator. But
1: I wouldn't like. I was intentionally put him on the front row for that, though. I feel like that'd be manipulated. manipulation. It caused a a riff in my marriage, actually.
2: (laughs) So I I get I walk away to get coffee for two minutes and I come back and uh, the amen couple is sitting in mine and my wife's seats. Mm. And then my wife gets there and she's she stands next to me awkwardly for a second. You saw that. I saw that. And I was like, look, I I lost our seats. So you're gonna have you to had go. one job, man. You're gonna have to go find a place. I'll find you. But then people sat around her, and then so then we had to sit separately. That whole service. And now uh, rumors are starting. Rumors are starting. And so why,
1: why, why weren't Eric and Sierra sitting together? Sitting together. Yeah. Is there problems?
2: <laughs> Good thing I preached on gossip. I know. Seriously. Yeah. And so that now that's going around. People are sliding into my DMs and stuff because uh, there's a hot pastor
1: on on presumably on the market. Whoa. It's not true though. Um, okay. All right, let's do the game. All right, here's the game. I'm going to call this game Questionable. Questionable. Okay. okay. Uh, and this is basically a speed version of Would You Rather. I'm going to give you two choices. Okay. Now, sometimes there are three choices, more choices than two, but keep it only to these two. And your job is to, as quickly as possible, answer these questions. Okay. okay? All right. And it's just going to be rapid fire. Um, are, are you ready to play? I'm ready. All right. And uh, I'll give you a grade at the end. Okay. All right, here we go. Uh, cats or dogs? Dogs. Truck or SUV? Truck. Chicken or beef? Beef. Long shower or short shower? Mm, short shower. Warm shower or hot shower? Hot. All right, we can never shower together. Uh, the mountains ah, or I'm the beach? I'm disappointed by that. <laughs> the mountains or the beach? Mountains. Donuts or ice cream? Mm, ice cream. Me or Pastor Tim? Mm, you. Oh, Christmas uh, or Easter? Mm, Christmas. Jeans or shorts? Shorts. See, I noticed you're wearing jeans today, though. Is it because I made fun of your short shorts? Uh, partly, yes. Okay, good, I mean, good. Uh, early to bed, early to rise, or night owl and sleep in? Early to bed, early to rise. Mm. Galatians or Ephesians? Mm, Galatians. Oh, nice. I like a good insult. Ephesians. <laughs> Cheese grater or a meat grinder? <laughs> Meat grinder? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I was just trying to throw something weird in there. Aliens or artificial intelligence? Mm, aliens. Mm, fun. Nike or Adidas? Adidas. My Adidas. Uh, uh, General Mills or Post? Uh, whoever makes Lucky Charms. I don't know. General Mills. Is it? Is it General Mills? Yeah. Fruit or vegetables? Fruit. Country or rap? Country, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I'm Math or English? English. And last one, turkey or ham? Turkey. Really? Yeah. I don't like ham. All right. So your grade is an F. You failed every single one. What do you yeah, mean? Every single one. How was that even a game? It wasn't even close. <clears throat> How was that a game? I don't know. Did you like take it
2: beforehand? No.
1: Well, then, how did I lose it?
2: I'm just joking. Oh. I
1: just, I thought it'd be funny to fail you for no
2: reason. Okay. Well, wouldn't be the first time someone's done that. <laughs> um, Wasn't that fun, though? Yeah. I, guess. I learned a few things. Yeah, sure. About me, what did you learn? What was su- what was the surprising?
1: Uh, I think I was a little bit surprised at turkey versus ham.
2: Uh, okay. Um, I ham was. Ham is just gross. It's just salty meat. As gross. Pigs are gross. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't have a problem with pork. I like barbecue, but it, like Ham is just like pushing it. It's like, let's take it's let's let's see if we can turn gelatin into meat and then salt it.
1: What did you say for donuts or ice cream? Ice cream. Okay, yeah. That's because was, of my history. That's right. Yeah. And I'm 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 pleasantly surprised you picked me instead of Pastor Tim.
2: Yeah, well, Pastor Tim, I love Tim. Everyone loves but Tim. But every time he's around me, he hits me really hard. <laughs> <laughs> he's like one of those people like uh, he's the sweetest guy I know. like he's like and he's cool. he's got like so much like uh, you know, he's got this aura. but when I'm around him, he randomly punches me in the arm and I think he forgets I'm frail.
1: Listener, if you don't know who Pastor Tim is, he is our associate pastor here at the church. He is a genuine cowboy. Yeah. like he's not just one of those guys that acts like a cowboy. He is an actual cowboy. Complete with boots and hat, uh, and he works construction as well. Does woodworking and stuff like that. But he literally like breaks horses and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah,
2: if it came to an Armageddon situation, end of days, I'm picking Tim oh, I'm all picking day Tim. long. I'm picking like, Tim over everyone. I'm not trying to laugh my way into dying. I, <laughs> yes.
1: I would rather at least have a shot at survival.
0: Absolutely. Hey, the best. The best thing is to die die quickly in the apocalypse, though.
1: That's a good point. Oh, wow, why, why prolong your misery? Yeah. Exactly.
0: I mean, no one wants I, to live in
1: that. I think that all the time. Phoenix, like, I, I, like if I'm watching a movie, it's the end of the world. I turn a tip. I'm just like, I would just rather go be with well, Jesus. Let's just walk outside. Like, yeah. I seriously, I mean, like I don't. i do going wave at the me- meteor coming down. Like, why am I gonna strive I, and like fight for water and like just let me go, man?
0: I used to be so afraid
2: of the end of the world. Really? Yeah, dude. Because I, I woke up <laughs> in a nominal Christian family. I woke up. I was born into a nominal Christian. <laughs> now you've woken you up. Woke up. Now I woke up. <laughs> And any like end times theology that I got was like either like oh yeah you either just disappear or you're left <laughs> right, behind right
1: and there's a pile of clothes and there's
2: a pile of clothes <laughs> yeah and you're like ah you know you're looking for your mom
1: yeah that's in that's in uh First Armageddon chapter four yeah Now well, shalt be a pile of clothes left behind. <laughs>
2: You, you you go through this cycle with me every year, right? I'm I'm it's my, my birthday's still a good ways away, but like mine's next week. T- tattoo time, yeah! Happy birthday, yeah, dude! Thank you.
1: It's tattoo time. It's time I did for- nothing. For what? For my birthday, I did nothing. I it was. It hasn't, hasn't happened yet. I know, but I'm no. I'm saying to be born, I did nothing. Oh yeah, yeah. Birthdays yeah. are hilarious because they celebrate the person who was born yeah, and the person celebrate the, moms. Exactly, do you, do you the mom. Exactly. The mom did
2: all the work. Did you hear about the problem in in Korea where they your birthday is basically when they found out you were, they were pregnant with you? Oh really? And so people <laughs> in Korea they have issues like issues with passport. There's a whole system. To correct like passport and ID issues, because everywhere else in the world we go by the day you were right, birthed. birthed, right? Um, but in Korea, it's like the day they found out they were pregnant. So, or something. so it's like nine, nine months, months or so. Old. About that's a year. Hilarious. It's about a year. Um, that's got to be South Korea, not North. It's Korea. South Korea. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what North Korea does. Who knows? They just don't have birthdays. Yeah, they just don't. They don't. <laughs> but but birthdays
1: are punishable by death. <laughs>
2: they're trying to correct this now, and so what they're finding out is people are you know younger than they think. You know. Um, but anyways, so birthday, so it's yeah. it's time for me to start contemplating tattoos um, that I'll never get. W- why? And uh, first off, I'll start off by saying, I don't have a problem with tattoos. You don't have, a, you have a tattoo. Yeah. Um, my wedding ring is a tattoo. I just never have found anything that I like well enough. So I've never found anything I want to get put on my body. Yeah. I'm not one to go out there and say, hey, look at this hot dog tattoo. <laughs> right. um, like, I want a Christian tattoo, but they all are so... Lame. Yeah, they look like a little plaque that you found at a uh, uh, Hobby Lobby, grandma's house. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like a faith anchor, anchor faith. God is my anchor faith. You know, and, and I don't want that. I want something cool. But like I just look at him, and there's no good ideas. Have you seen the one where it's like there's a Jesus, and his arm is extended out, and it turns into your arm? Yes. And so you're basically saying, I'm the Christ? (laughs) People, there's so many church bros that have gotten that tattoo, and it's just like, what are you trying to say? Like, you're Jesus? So first of all, I do think it
1: looks really cool. Eh, There's scripture behind it. But second of all... If you like no longer I who live, but if you smack someone, you just made Jesus. I mean, so I mean, you're you're assuming a lot by getting that (laughs) that tattoo. I mean, there's a, there's a lot you could make Jesus do. That wouldn't be <laughs> yes, uh, that going through I a list about. in my head yeah, of things uh, that I uh, won't say. That I think, yeah, I think we all know. <laughs>
2: yeah, what uh, would Jesus do? I don't know. I have his hand,
1: yeah. <laughs> so I think it's pretty presumptuous. So,
2: what do what do I get? Like, I yeah. was, li- I love like Orthodox like aesthetics. Yeah. Like Russian Orthodox, I've I've talked about if I the the thing that I've, I'm closest to getting is it's huge, which is also I'm not going to commit to it, but it's a an a Russian icon called the Trinity by a guy named oh, Andre yeah. Rublev. I've, show, ta- I've talked to, to you about yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, Um, I'd ha- I'd want to get it stylized by the artist. I wouldn't want an imprintation yeah, of it. Sure. Like I would definitely want an artist to stylize it for me. Um. But then, like, it's like, oh, like Orthodox theology is super legalistic, but that's not what I'd be representing, you know? So I don't know. I've always struggled with that. Same because because of the permanence, right? The permanence of it. And then, like, I don't, first off, like, I don't want to have to explain to every single person what it means either. Yeah. Like, cause then that means you're like one of those, oh, I got a tattoo and it's deep. I'm I'm at that point in time where I'm like considering it again, but then I also think, hey, I'll commit to that thing. And the first time that needle touches my skin, I'm gonna throw up.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when I was a youth pastor, right? It sounds like a parent. When I was your age. When I was yours, all right, get ready, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I used to walk uphill both Gr- ways. Grandpa to the church. Jamie's about to talk about doing <laughs> old in, youth pastor back stuff. Back in my day. We paint we had to fight to paint the
2: ceilings black. <laughs>
1: Actually, my parents were the pastors, so I pretty much got to do whatever I wanted to. (laughs) No, when I was a youth pastor, it was the early 2000s. And so this is when tattoo culture was really just now hitting mainstream.
2: Yeah, yeah. And everybody had a chip on their shoulder about it, too. Well,
1: But but for the first time, tattoos were kind of relegated to the fringe of society, like bikers, stuff like that. And then in the 2000s, it became mainstream. And so the youth were always asking me about tattoos. And I would always tell them, okay, look, biblically you know, the law about not markings on the skin is about idolatry. It's the civil law code. It's all, it was all fulfilled in Christ. Yeah. It's not a sin to get a tattoo. However, just because it's permissible doesn't mean it's wise. It mean you should. Right. And
2: I've asked you, yeah. i have like, would, do you think it would be wise of me to get a tattoo? We had a conversation right. about that, you know, because I think that's important because it might be good for someone, but it may not be good for you.
1: Well, I, I think it still does, even though they're they're largely accepted in today's culture. I think it's still does uh, affect how people see you. I mean, yeah. I mean there is there is a intended message, which is what the tattoo says. Yeah. There's an unintended message, which says, this is who I am. Yeah. Right? And the associations and, 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 around that. And yeah. maybe that maybe it shouldn't be that way, but it is.
0: Yeah. Right. There's so still y- jobs that won't hire you yeah. if you have visible tattoos. Well, especially so if it's today. like a
1: neck tattoo or something. Oh, thanks. Like that's what I was thinking about getting. <laughs> like, just
2: <laughs> right up the neck. Dude, I'd have plenty of neck, too, to get it on. I can oh, get a yeah. mural on this
0: thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dude, I'm not gonna make fun of your neck, man. I, can't I, do I, it. I get it everywhere, man. I I, it. You should get a giant ear tattoo on your neck.
2: An ear? T- <laughs> what? I thought about like putting googly eyes on my neck one time and just seeing like what people thought about it. Oh, that's
1: funny. Um, so yeah, that's that's where I'm at on that. So I, here's so for me, right? I, I've been thinking. I told Tiff the other day, my kids. I was like, "What if I just got a whole sleeve? Yeah, you know, at this point in my life, I'm pretty much gonna be in ministry the rest of my life." Um, and, and the, the ministry that I do and stuff, it doesn't now if when, now there's some, some countries I go to on the regular that it's really looked down on for a Christian to have tattoos. Yeah. And if I went over there if, and I had a sleeve, I'd have to wear long sleeves. Actually, our, our friend Brandon went with me. Mm. Did he have Asia. to wear? He... Yeah. We, he wore, he wore long sleeves and we were asking them, Hey, you know, Brandon does have a lot of tattoos. They're like, no, Christians don't have tattoos. Not here. Uh, and, 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 and he, so that's why he covered up and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Uh, because we're trying to reach a certain culture, instead of changing the culture, we meet them where they are, right? Yeah. So that's, that was the deal. Thank you, Pastor
2: Jamie. So now back for, to the
1: podcast. So for, <laughs> so, so, so for me, though, like the, what I really have considered is language, because one of the cool things about Christianity is language, right? You've got Hebrew in the Old Testament, you've got Greek in the New Testament, and then you've got Aramaic, which was spoken most likely by Jesus and the disciples. So you've got three languages. So I thought it'd be cool to get the Father in Hebrew, Jesus... In Aramaic, and Holy Spirit in Greek. That'd be pretty dope. I'm gonna steal that idea. You should steal it. No, but, but that's that. that's where I would say. So that's something like it's forever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like getting like a like my favorite band right now is I oh, mean I just love Taylor Swift. I'm getting a Swifty tattoo. Swiftie-tat. Like you don't know where you're gonna be in 5, 10, 20 years. You don't know what she's gonna do. Yeah. You know, and so like she's that's be making
2: billions. So in five I years. used
1: to tell right. So I used to tell the youth like, don't do it. First of all, if you want it now. And it's a good idea, you'll want it later. Yeah. So just wait. Just give it a second. well, that's
2: why I think I need to go ahead and do it. Cause it's been on my it's been on my heart for like the past probably four years. Yeah. Four years I've been thinking about it. And and really the Andre Rublev, the Trinity has been on my heart too. Well, like, and so. I
1: love the idea of branding myself with God's name. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's you know, that we were inscribed, you know, in the Paul. Scripture of his hand. About it. Yeah, yeah there is scripture. And revelation. Revelations. Revelation. <laughs> um, so there you go. That would be my answer. I'd, I'd say go for it. Use wisdom. Pray about it. Like really seriously pray about it. And I know you have.
2: Oh, I didn't need your theological take on it, Jamie. I just needed you to tell me what to get. And you gave me a good tattoo <laughs> oh, there idea. There you go. Steal, so steal the now.
1: language idea. All right. Let's 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 switch gears. Just make sure. Hold on. Just make sure you're a tattoo artist uh, that you actually look up the oh, right Oh, know, I know
2: who I'm going to get. Okay. I've got a, a friend uh, that has a lot of really good work done. And there's a guy in Tallahassee that has a his monument tattoo. Shout out um that's done all his work yeah there's a,
0: actually has a semicolon tattoo on her wrist oh nice and uh that's where we went yeah I,
2: the guy's I could, name's i matt. Could have done that
1: for cheaper
0: <laughs>
2: yeah the guy's name's matt he's really cool he's done a lot of stuff that you, there's a whole story about that um how let get him to sponsor the podcast yeah yeah tattoos uh Man tattoo if you're monument. listening yeah <laughs> we should send it to him uh, dude dude Podcast idea getting tatted on the cast. Oh, that would be on location,
1: dude. Oh, we could totally cow. do that. That would be that would be awesome. That'd be pretty funny. You know, the other thing you could do is y'all what, can get the logo on your wrist. No, <laughs> I, I, I know he's. Um, we don't even have a logo on the wall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, and I know he's kind of thought badly of now because he had an affair. But Bruxy Cavey uh, yeah, yeah, has a tattoo with the scripture reference that says "Don't get a tattoo."
2: Nah. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the kind of tattoo I don't want because it's just ironic. Well, that would be awesome. pretty funny. Let's uh, let's switch into shady theology. All right, are we gonna
1: sing? Or are we gonna sing the intro, you guys? Yeah, how does it go? So, right. like a pitch pipe. Yeah, hold on. I've been listening hit to hit the it. barber just shop. Just give me, the, give me the melody. Okay. so if the melody is. Shady theology. Okay, okay. Okay. Ready. So, 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 I'll, are you gonna do that? I'll do the melody. Okay. So, so, shady theology. I'll come in on theology. Okay. So you'll go theology. I'll go theology. Uh, all, right, gonna... all right. Let's just try. It's gonna sound right. terrible. Let's try it. You ready? All right. Shady theology. Almost. Someone hey, was, was, was off. Wasn't, Someone was it off. It wasn't too bad. Well, we're on different keys. One more time. Slightly. One more time. All right. Hold no, on. it's not going to uh, better. Uh, uh, All right. Ready? Here we go. Uh, Shady
2: theology. That was it. Dude, we nailed it. That was it. Boom. All right. So I think we might have the I'm same so one. I'm so sorry for everybody listening. <laughs> no, I do not apologize. They got that, that was for pretty free. Good. That was pretty good. Um, I think we might have the same one if I'm following a train of thought or okay. a pattern. We'll okay. see.
1: Give me one word. One word. D. (laughs) Wait, what?
2: That's a letter. That's a, that's a a first. Well, it is one word. Deconstruction. Definitely not that. Deconstruction. Oh,
1: that's what I talked about on Facebook. On Facebook. And
2: that's why I thought you might be bringing it up with Shady Theology. Okay, well, good. Well, this will be great then. So I'll let me, I'll open up with deconstruction. I've I've thought about this because I. What would you say? D. D. (laughs) Give me a word. Can I do it, Jamie? Are we going (laughs) to? No. Can I do it? No, don't do it. Please. Just so you listeners know, we already have a lost episode that may not ever see the light of day. We're still (laughs) trying to figure out. Like what level of What are the humor? boundaries? Yeah, what are the boundaries for this thing? We don't want to get canceled. Anyway, so deconstruction, okay. shady theology. Sure. Let me tell you why. So I, you know me, you like when I first came to VFC, I was Mr. Deconstruction. Yeah, you were deconstructing. I'm deconstructing, man. I don't know. I don't call Jesus Jesus. I call him Yeshua. Yeshua. You know? Anyways, but the well, here's you. here's the problem with, with <laughs> deconstruction. That was not funny. Um here's the problem with but deconstruction. So deconstruction, and you wrote on this. Yeah. I think it first off, let's talk let's talk good. I think it's it's necessary to an yeah, extent. Sure. I think if you live your entire life with an inherited faith, you will always have a problem adopting it personally, right? Yes. Like it's always mom and dad, grandma, and grandpa's mm-hmm. faith that you walk into. And there's not nothing wrong with that. But there's there's more, right? And so and there's this personal adoption and personal identity that comes with, you know, sort of carving out your own faith. I went through the process and I I almost got lost in it. Yeah. I yeah. almost got lost in it. And but the problem was, is I'm one of the rare few that went through a deconstruction and actually reconstructed their right, faith. Right. Like, and it took some time and I went off on the rails. I went, you were talking about shady theology, dog. I got a whole bookshelf full of stuff that I was just trying to figure out and stuff like that. But the issue with deconstruction is what it's turned into, and you noted this, mm-hmm. is the ex-evangelical movement. Right. It's it's destruction of faith. It's destruction of faith, not deconstruction. Faith. There's a difference. So deconstruction is like taking out and identifying right. the difference. Like, let's, let's take a look at what my faith is made of, and if there's something that is outdated, obsolete, you know, not biblical, let me replace it with something that is. Mm-hmm. Now, that makes it all sound easy. A lot of people... I I mean, was it uh, Saint John of the Cross, uh, Dark Night of the Soul? Right, right. It's it's a
1: hard process. Well, the truth is, a lot of deconstruction starts through woundedness. Yeah, through woundedness.
2: For me, it was questioning. It yeah. was like I I was I was saved in a very conservative, traditional Pentecostal church. Um, I started having issues with my mental health when, and that theology had no answers or help for me. Right, and so I was like, okay. Well, wow, like, what do I do with this now? Because faith is supposed to help me through this. So that's when I started sort of disassembling. And like I said, I got lost for a while and came back. But you know, people, and it it takes a, a while. It's not an easy process. It took me probably three to four years to actually go through everything, and I'm still rebuilding. I'm, but I'm I'm rebuilding on a healthy platform. Sure. But the problem with deconstruction is people. First off, it's almost synonymous with changing political parties. Like, let's be honest. Like, if I'm (laughs) deconstructing, I'm going, I was raised in a Republican household, and my mom made me watch VeggieTales, but now, guys, I voted for Bernie.
1: I'm deconstructing. (laughs) And so – and it's like a backlash to the conservative conservative evangelicalism. Republican. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: And and like I've ch- politically I've changed a ton, mm-hmm. right? Like, you know, I was again very conservative home like politically and I've I've sort of shaken that up a little bit, but like it's it's almost synonymous with with changing political parties has nothing to do with Jesus. Um and number 2, it it's like an exit ramp for faith. Right. It's it's like let me deconstruct. Oh well, maybe maybe Jonah in the whale wasn't literal. Whoa. It starts with that, Whoa. which I'm like I can get on board with. And then it turns in. Well, maybe the Bi- whole Bible is metaphoric. Well, maybe the Bible is just a good right. teaching. Well, maybe the Bible is toxic. Now let me go and like, you know, drink mushroom tea and you, in, in, stuff. Isn't <laughs> it, it
1: funny that it is accompanied by a relaxing of traditional conservative Christian values like a lot of the deconstructing people, like they're like drinking their IPAs and and you know, dropping F bombs and saying like like look at me, man, I got freedom. Well now.
2: there's there is, as someone that went through that, there is a certain freedom when you're told your whole life right. sure. that alcohol sure. is bad. Right. You know, cursing is bad. Which they are, I mean it's context, right? Sure. And then you drink your first beer after coming out of a traditional Pentecostal church, and like you know, like that feeling of exhilaration—you right. feel like you're doing something bad, right. you know? Like right. there's that people get well, addicted and, to it, and
1: that's the problem with fence laws, right?
2: Yeah, the problem. I don't with know fence
1: laws. A fence law is a a Christian <laughs> cultural rule that's actually not in the Bible, yeah, but is installed as a part of a church culture in order yeah. to keep you from actually breaking the real rule, sure, right? Yeah. So, so for instance, the biblical rules don't get drunk, right? Yeah, all right. So the fence law would be don't drink. Yeah. And what happens when you cross a fence law and you're told, "Hey, hey, this is dangerous. This is electric fence. It's going to it's going to shock you. Don't do it." And you actually cross over and you're like, "Nothing happened." Yeah. Right. And so then you're like, "Oh, okay. Well, then I guess this is all garbage and I can do whatever I want to." And then you hit the actual, yeah. you know, uh l- the actual law, the biblical law, and it does hurt you because all biblical law exists to help people. Sure. Right?
2: Yeah. And and that's 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 my problem with it, right? Like cuz I think deconstruction is a valuable tool. Even Richard Rohr, who's kind of far out there Super, spiritually, yeah. he 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 gives one of the best analogies for for deconstruction biblically. Biblical deconstruction. He talks about the three boxes I don't know if you've ever heard of that. Like the first box of the box, I think tradition. you told me about it. Yeah, and like you know, you're, this is a cool box. This is a safe box, and you can stand this box the rest of your life and be fine. But there's more. Second box is deconstruction. This is where it's dangerous and hairy, and you got to really navigate well. And then the third box is is reconstruction and, and living a fulfilled life of right. faith, right? Right. And Richard Rohr, himself warns against getting stuck in the second box. He's like, I would much rather you stay in the first yeah. than get stuck in the second.
1: That's good. Well and that's what I shared this morning on social media. That there were three phases of building. There's construction, the faith that was handed to you yeah. as a child. And and you tend to believe it, you know, completely because it was given to you by trusted people, by parents, by church leaders, by teachers, by right? So that's that's your construction. Yeah. Uh, and then you go through deconstruction, which you begin to think, hey, is this real? Is this right? right is this what the bible actually says and then you enter into reconstruction which is figuring out what you actually believe that is a healthy process of building faith yeah the problem is is deconstruction does not exist by itself it's it's supposed to be uh, along a progression that eventually leads you into reconstruction and 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 not only that not only are people getting stuck like i guess you said in that box the second box but they're, they're reconstructing against, or deconstructing or reconstructing against the wrong information. Like, we still, as Christians, use the Scripture. Yeah. Like, so I, I take what's handed to me by my parents, which, thank God, most of it was really good, and I compare it to Scripture. I don't compare it to the current culture, because mm-hmm. that's ever-changing, right? That's, that's not going to be a consistent, stable truth to base my life on. I, I look at what I was taught— and then i say, well, what does the Bible actually say? And then I then reconstruct, remodel um, a new faith based on what the Bible says, um, not based on what my parents said or based on what I was taught in Sunday school about Jonah and the whale. So, yeah, so yeah I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm with you. I just – I hate that, again, the Word has been robbed. You know what I mean? Like we can't say preach, deconstruction brothers, Amy, now. We, we can't say deconstruction now without people think like, picturing a certain like yeah. destruction, yeah. right? Uh, people living in a, a dilapidated well, it's, house. It's, of faith. it's
2: a hijacking of of, of a word, right? That should be that should, that be, should be, be good, yeah, yeah. And then last thing, last thing on on deconstruction. What I've noticed is, see, when I was going through deconstruction. It was spurred by a legalistic theology. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. that's what started it with me. It was just legalism, feeling stifled.
1: And you should deconstruct that.
2: It, yeah. And like seeing, like I would get a I would get a whiff of freedom from yeah. some an author I was reading. Whiff of freedom. Yeah, a whiff of freedom. <laughs> God's children are not for sale. Like sound of freedom. <laughs> Whiff of freedom. A whiff of freedom. <laughs> it's the prequel. That's a whiff of freedom. It's like a fart out of Fourth of July. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> smells like
2: freedom. Smells like freedom in oh hot dogs. America. Um, anyways, yeah, so I deconstructed from legalism. And what I'm noticing now, Jamie, is people are deconstructing from charismatic faith mm. so what is happening that I'm, I'm seeing in 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 the sphere is in the zeitgeist In the zeitgeist is that a lot of people are coming from churches like bethel you know, Mm -hmm. that are sort of hyper charismatic, and I'm not saying Bethel is, but like Bethel influenced churches that like, are like really hyper charismatic, like I would put Bethel under the hyper charismatic. Okay. Yeah. So like hyper charismatic, like everything's about healing. Everything's about supernatural. And and let me just
1: say, I don't think that means that they're all wrong. I just think that they are definitely on those. They kind of go that side. Yeah, for sure. Um,
2: But they're deconstructing from this, like everything's about healing. Everything's about the supernatural. Everything's about prophecy. Like everything mm-hmm. is about supernatural ministry. Right. And I could see definitely where that would kind of like burn you out on that. Yeah. Um. But that's where they're, that's where I see a lot of people coming from now. And so that's where you're getting all these documentaries now, on like Hulu about, yeah. you know, Bethel and American, uh, gospel. American gospel, Hillsong, yeah. and which those, I, I would never, I, I told you this, like someone asked me about one of the documentaries, like if they should watch it. And I was like, you know, you pray about it. You figure out if you want to watch it. I prayed about it. I I didn't feel led to watch no. it because I know what it is. It's a hit job. It's a hit piece. It is you're interviewing like, and this is the way I explain it. This one in particular was about a very large the Hillsong documentary. You know that church has a reach of millions. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If one percent. Of your reach has a problem with you. Mm-hmm. Like if we're five hundred, like that's five people, right? right? That's gonna have. That's not a big deal. If you're millions, right. there's gonna be like hundreds, if not thousands, of people that have a. It's not gonna be hard to right. find someone that had a poor experience, a misunderstanding, or genuinely experienced a mistake by this ministry, and then row them up, put them on camera, pay them a little money, and have them run a hit piece on right. you. Right.
1: Exactly. It's just not fair. It's, it's not, not fair. It's not journalism. It's 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 not fair. Now, th- are there issues within the structure of Hillsong? Yes. Absolutely. There were was. They, I, I feel like I feel like they've been a really great ministry overall, and I feel like they are they're imploding under the weight of their own success. Yeah, I mean, you just you get to a certain size of ministry and you just can't sustain. Well, it.
2: look at look at the what the I won't say fruit necessarily. Look at the result of what this has done. A lot of church those churches have become autonomous, right. and are now sort of free to right. really be a part of their community. Right,
1: instead of being a part of Hillsong at large, right, right, and, and but also look at the blessing that Hillsong has been to the body of Christ Dude, when it comes to like music, seriously, yeah, 100%. and people are like Hillsong, Hillsong music is no good. Like, have you listened to it? Because anyone with a musical bone in their body. Uh, and with any good theology, reading their lyrics is like this is good stuff. They are writing modern day hymns, man. Yeah. And some of their Hillsong Young and Free, man. I just want to
2: have like a cocktail in my hand. Well, that's different. <laughs> <And> <laughs> Hillsong Young and Free is different. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that. I just wanted to point that out because it seems like the charismatic church is is producing a lot of uh, a lot of runaways right now. Yeah. And I think we, you know, as a self identifying charismatic church, need to be careful. To make sure we're not doing that, you know, there are churches out there, man, that like, you know, they're like just, you know, healing. I want to see a leg grow. Right. Let me see a leg grow, and like their their churches dying spiritually because right. none of them know how to be discipled. You know, right, right, yeah. It's, they just want to see a gold tooth form.
1: Right. And, and you know, like, does God heal? Absolutely. Well, I mean, will, will he grow out legs? Yeah. I mean, will he do stuff like that? Absolutely. But like, that's not the main point. Yeah. Like, signs point to something. Like, like 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 the sign uh, off of our, our highway that says, Thomasville, next three exits, the sign itself is not Thomasville. Yeah. Right? The sign points to and, something.
2: And that sign is really overstating what Thomasville is, too. Like, next three <laughs> exits.
1: This, it really says that on...
2: Yeah, on, I know. I've seen it. I'm like, where? What? <laughs> the first exit just runs McDo- you right into the McDonald's parking lot runs you right into a tree <laughs> yeah
1: like it just there doesn't go anywhere just in the um, forest all right shady um, theology Shady Jamie. theology all yeah. right so my shady theology for today is the 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 thought the comment the statement that is prevalent I've seen it on social media a lot and it says, hey man, all sins are the same in God's eyes." Oh yeah, I've seen those posts all yeah. sins are the same. Now, the reason they're saying that is because they don't want you to judge other people more harshly than yourself, which 100% agree with, right? Like, you shouldn't justify your own sin because you think someone else's is worse. And they're also... Never mind. (laughs) Hey, filter. Good job, buddy.
2: Sponsored by... Hey, hey, the filter on Eric's mouth brought to you by VidAngel. By
1: Dangle. (laughs) Um, So so I get that, that purpose, but... That's just not what the Bible says. Like their sin. There are worse sins than others, and and whenever someone says this, I just look at them I make eye contact, and I'm like, okay, if all sin is the same, would you rather me lie to you or murder you?
2: Yeah, yeah, seriously, they're seriously, both yeah. sin.
1: One, because the difference is some sins have far less, far worse consequences than others, right? Yeah. Now they, the spiritual weight of sin, like, and it's really not even the sin action; it's the sin nature mm. that makes us deserving of hell, right? And in and Romans 3:23, all of sin falls short of the. Glory. Glory to God. So in, in that sense, yeah. Right. In that sense, we're all sinners, and that's why we can't like judge another more harshly. But you can't say that all sins are the same. Well,
2: well the s- sins are the sins are not the same. Um <laughs> sin, not all sin is the same, obviously. Right. That is like so simple well, a child could see that.
1: Biblically. Biblically, I mean, First John five talks were, about sin not leading to death and sin leading to death. And then, uh, dude,
2: all of Exodus, Deuteronomy, like it, there's six. different punishments for different things. The right? seven
1: deadly, like we call the seven deadly sins. Yeah. God says that these seven in particular are like an abomination. Yeah, like that. Like so, this is it's just not biblical. Like, remember when when Jesus says it'll be worse for this city? I think it's Capernaum, this city than for Sodom and Gomorrah. Yeah, like 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 he is he is making judgment calls on what's worse than. The sure. other. And Sodom and Gomorrah was bad. They were trying to rape angels. Yeah. They're like, give me your man. I mean, it was bad. Yeah. And so, so, but to say, well, all sins the same, like, I get it. We shouldn't judge other people, but like, don't make shady theology. Don't make the Bible say something it doesn't say. Well,
2: and what I was going to say is like, so sin is not equal, right? But the payment is the same. Right. It's the payment for the sin that That's is the same. That's a good same. way of putting it. Right. Ooh, I like that. Eric. Yeah. I'm going to steal, steal that. Steal that, boy. I don't even need creds. <laughs> Um, but seriously so all all sin is Who'd different, you steal different. That from i oh, was right off the dome buddy. that was off the dome Boom. but the nice. pa- the payment is the same it's Y'all like i just
1: witness greatness right yeah, here
2: so well think about it. if i buy a piece of bubble gum i could pay with it for, with a hundred dollar bill if i buy a 30 dollar meal at a at a restaurant i could pay with a hundred dollar bill you right were
1: preaching
2: man i yeah, love it i know um but but that <laughs> do you want to be lead pastor um eventually yeah, yeah how, does. Much does, how much does it pay how much does it pay <laughs> uh, i got some other offers <laughs> I want to
0: really
1: weigh this carefully. Uh, it, 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 I get paid in food stamps. <laughs> yeah, food stamps. And, Let's uh, go. The pre-
2: payment's the same. They give you a key to the food pantry here. So <laughs> that's how you know you've made it.
1: That's, so that's my shady theology. That's good. No, that's really good. Bro, I like your explanation, though. Thanks. Sins cost different amount, but the payment's the same. Yeah, I love it, dude. I like that. It
0: reminds me of, uh, and this would be a great one for another one in the future, but the whole, I'm God's favorite. I'm God's Are favorite. God's Are favorite. you? It's I am like, God's but favorite. if everybody's God, like the definition of a favorite that changes, means that yeah. if everybody's God's favorite, then nobody's God's. Dude, favorite. Ten, like, ten, technically, like, that's Jesus, not how that works. Jesus was God's like, he favorite, loves us and all. we're just friends
1: of Jesus. So it's kind of like I, one time I was the best man at a wedding, but there were two of us. <laughs> how can? <yeah. laughs> and I kept saying, "Look, I, we're just the better men. The better men. Yeah, like <laughs> it, we're not. <laughs> best it denotes men. one. De- best denotes one. <laughs> we're just better men. We're not." Like, can't you can't have, five people, can't have five
0: people win first place. That's true. It, it loses its meaning.
1: That's
2: true. <sighs> we have some current events from... Uh... So, we, listeners, we're going into our weird <laughs> news segment brought to you by Phoenix. <laughs> that was my... <laughs> and uh, he's going to find a, a strange... Christian, non-Christian news article, and we're just going to react to it. I can, I can
1: it. kind of see. It looks like he's on Reuters right now, actually. Yeah. No, I thought it was Reuters. Not the is it Reuters? This week. My understanding is it's pronounced Reuters. 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 We're going to ooter again. We're going to re-outer. All right, what you got for us, Phoenix? Uh, <laughs> scientists find crocodile
0: virgin birth at Costa Rica Zoo. <laughs> <laughs> Scientists Dude. have documented the first known instance of, a, instance of a virgin birth by a crocodile, which has been living in isolation for 16 years at the Costa Rican Zoo. Oh, man. They need to check with that zookeeper, dog.
1: So, yeah. So, there goes this episode. So it's just like Metachlorians in the Star Wars. Because, <laughs> you know, like Anakin. It's a Palpatine crocodile like, on another like planet. Anakin he really wanted cons- to make clones. Anakin's a virgin birth. I didn't know that. Yeah, and in Star Wars lore, uh, he was he was born by midichlorians or something like that. I had no idea. Yeah, it was not in the prequels, a, and I was nerd. like, wait a minute, did they just gank the virgin birth from Christianity? Yeah, apparently, they it did. It?
0: I just, I actually just read read up on a bunch on that and all the theories, and um, apparently there was going to be a deleted. There was a deleted scene in uh, Episode One, I believe, where they were going to explain mm, somehow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Nerd alert. Y'all brought nerdler up, not me. Just so, saying. So, uh, Anyways, so there was going to be a deleted scene where Palpatine, basically they were going to explain that Palpatine willed the midichlorians to... Make her pregnant. Wow, man, he's got a strong. Which would make him a Palpatine clone, along with half of the other Star Wars universe. That's going to be
2: the excuse of of a middle, like our high schooler, for getting his girlfriend pregnant. I willed it.
1: (laughs) Okay, okay, hear me out. Have you heard of have you heard of Palpatine? (laughs) All right. So so the the crocodile virgin birth at the Costa Rica. I don't gym. know how I feel
2: about that, Jamie. That makes me first off it makes me uncomfortable. Secondly, <laughs> are, there, are there anyone lined up to worship it yet?
1: And thirdly, it's a great band name.
2: Crocodile Virgin Birth. Virgin Birth
1: Crocodile.
0: Yep. Um, so yeah. Um this is all right,
1: this is easily explained. They tested by the DNA
0: and it's definitely like a clone, yeah. But the aren't
1: modern. there aren't there amphibians? And I know crocodiles aren't amphibians, they're reptiles, right? They're reptiles. Jamie. but there are amphibians that can spontaneously reproduce, right? Uh, progs. yeah,
2: frogs. Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, so I mean, like we've seen this in nature. I mean, obviously It's called facultative parthogenesis. Great
0: band name. Nerd alert. <laughs> <laughs> Reproduction without the genetic genetic contribution of males. Oh, so I'm filter, still I'm filter. St- I'm still
1: thinking. They need to check with some of the staff. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's interesting. To me, like, I don't know. I'm sure there's some people who are ready to set up tent and start, you know, they do that. I know, people, people are weird. People do man. that
2: like potato chips. Oh, do you hear about the one? I, I don't know where it was. Maybe it was in like Italy or Spain or something where there was a like a Mary statue that had started crying and mm-hmm. people were there. They were like drinking the water, bathing in it. Come to find out there was a <laughs> sewer pipe leak in one of the apartments yeah. and it was just draining
1: down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of like when I was, was a youth pastor and accidentally had the youth swim in uh oh, a poo lake. Yeah. Yeah, it was water. <laughs> I didn't see the sign uh before we walked in it said please do not swim there's fecal matter present yeah, in water. Yeah. All the kids got pinworms. <clears throat> they were actually all fine because I believe in the the power of prayer.
2: Yeah. Uh, now I'm going to deconstruct after
1: that statement. It, it was not a uh it was not a good thing. I was one of my youth pastor uh, mess-ups. Yeah. yeah, you had if a that's lot, dude.
0: Yeah, if, if that's your worst. Then no, that's, I, mean, I don't even think that is. I did worst. have
1: a lot. I had way more youth pastor screw-ups than you, bro. Seriously, dude, you're I, a great youth pastor.
2: I And it's because I'm responsible. It's <laughs> because I care about my job, you know? I don't
1: know about that.
0: Those are two. I think you Eric just got just lucky. Said, got lucky? It's like three things and two are a lie, but I only said two and they're both lies.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, well, well, it's good to see you eric yeah it's good seeing you good to (laughs) see you phoenix (laughs) seeing you phoenix good buddy good to see you, listener (laughs) yeah bye listeners remember to uh remember to rate and review
1: yep yep and don't forget that whiff of freedom that whiff of freedom (sighs) Ah, smells like freedom smells like freedom in here
0: thanks for listening This podcast is a production of Victory Fellowship Church in Thomasville, Georgia. Eric and Jamie can be reached at emailing notthesermon at gmail.com.
1: Father to the fallen, defender of the little kids, gracious and compassionate.